What is good? Let's have some fun. It's the Fundamism Podcast with your host, Paul J. Long, and all things fun. We'll let the fun begin. Woo! What is good, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Paul J. Long, coming to you on another edition of the Fundamism Podcast. This is a solo cast, so we're riding together. It's just you and I. You and me, me and you, your mama and your cousin too. Depends on who's in the car and whether you're an Outcast fan. Today, we're going to talk about what you do for fun. What do you do for fun? Before we get to that, it's important to note that we are brought to you, as always, by our sponsor, Charlie Hustle. Charlie Hustle bringing you duds that showcase pride in one's community or appreciation for college athletics. So check out charliehustle.com for more information. So without further ado, it's me. Paul J. Long, the styling, profiling, limousine, riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, willing and dealing, son of a gun. And we're talking today about what you do for fun. If you're tuning in for the first time, fundamism can be defined as the fundamentals of a fun and optimistic lifestyle. I find over time, as we grow older, we lose sight of the things that we enjoy and the things that we do for fun to give us strength. Had the opportunity to work with a client recently, and they're really, they're really struggling, man. They, they had just lost a quarter of their senior leadership team. They felt as though they, they didn't necessarily have a vision anymore or if they were working with purpose. They, they felt as though they were, they were working in a toxic culture where people were consistently talking about all the crap that, that brought them down and, and the challenges that the office created and the lack of sales and how they didn't hit their metrics or whatever it may be. You know, take this organization out and insert your own personal or organizational problems. And that's what they were talking about. So when I'm in front of a group like that, I like to ask folks, what is working? What are the things that bring them joy? You know, when they're faced with challenge or, or things aren't working, what are the, the situations or, or activities that they incorporate in their day that, that help lift them up and mitigate that sting of the stuff that's not working? Interestingly enough, I met some fascinating people with this particular organization. So I heard everything from video games to karaoke to yoga to working out to mountain biking, um, spending time with the family and specifically playing board games because they, they like to get competitive with one another. But what's funny about all of those examples is many of them in people's minds can't be incorporated at work. So I'd love to follow up 
you know, the question of what do you do for fun with what do you do for fun at work? And people are challenged by that question, man. Like, it's so funny that people struggle to really come up with ideas of what they do for fun at work. You know, what, what people often tell me is, oh, I, I like to... I like to see what's going on in other people's day. I, I like to ask them questions about life and whatnot and just walk around the office and, and, and grip and grin, if you will, you know, um, handshakes and kissing babies and all that jazz. And for that brief moment, I'm, I'm not thinking about the challenges that, that life presents or that work presents. And hopefully, just, just maybe, the individual that I'm talking to feels the same way. But what I find is oftentimes when you get in groups of people and, and you, you start talking about things, especially at work, you start talking a lot about challenges and, and stuff that's going on in your life. And that's great. Like everybody needs the opportunity to vent and talk through things and even get other individuals perspective of what's going on in their life or at work. You know, that's, that's healthy at times if, and only if you do it sparingly. But the challenge that we face is we talk about that stuff so much that it's, it stays top of mind. And we continue to just think about just this, this, this toxic environment and the, the stuff that's, that's really bringing the worst out of us and, and the, worst, the worst time of our lives, at least in our, in our head at that moment, is happening. And we continue to talk about it over and over and over and over and over again. And so I'll ask people when they're talking through that stuff, like, what do you do for fun at work? And I was recently going through the airport at uh, MCI here in Kansas City, and shout out to the TSAs right now working their butts off, um, many of which aren't getting paid if indeed the government shutdown uh, has not ended yet uh, by the time this airs. You know, I find myself when I travel, at least right now, I like to shower these TSAs with appreciation and I make it a point to, you know, look every single one of them in the eye that I cross paths with. And I, and I say, thank you. Like, I understand right now that you're faced with challenge and, and you're still coming in here and you're expediting uh, the process to ensure that everybody's through in a timely manner. And you're doing so a lot of times, the individuals that I've met, uh, you know, with a smile on your face. So I admire you and I hope that things get better. Oftentimes, man, the TSAs, what they do is they look at me and they say, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. You know, the kind words that we say to one another, we might forget, uh, Dale Carnegie once said, but the recipient might remember them for a lifetime. And so, you know, one of the things that I do for fun at work or when I'm traveling is I, I like to shower people with praise. I like to, to showcase the fact that people matter and that they offer value. That's one thing that I like to do for fun. Recently, same, same example, going through an airport, interacting with TSAs, I, I go through the x-ray machine and I, I hear one TSA say to the next, you know, what, what letter are we on, Gene? What letter are we on? So I look at him confused and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And so as I pick up my, my luggage um, that comes through the x-ray machine, I, I ask the gentleman, what are you doing? Like, what are you talking about? What letter, what letter are we on? And the gentleman says, oh, well, uh, what we like to do is we like to create a game out of people coming through our, our section here. And 
we go through the, the letters of the alphabet and our, you know, my peer, whoever it may be, our group of individuals, they present a word that starts with whatever letter that we're on. And we have to use that word seamlessly in an in interaction with our, uh, with our customers or with the individuals coming through the TSA process. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like we oftentimes look at TSAs and think what a miserable, miserable job, you know, going through and, and, and ensuring that people take off their shoes or reminding people to take their, their liquids out of the bag. If you're not TSA pre-check and, and just the repetitive nature and the monotony of that job, you know, we, TSAs often get a bad rap, you know, as being miserable individuals. I disagree, man. I, I admire what they do and, and just like every role, there are TSAs that are fantastic at what they do and they deserve a raise. Uh, and there are TSAs that, that, that aren't necessarily fantastic and they should probably find themselves another job. The same that could be said for speakers. The same could be said for accountants, uh, police officers, firefighters. They, they exist in every single realm and every single occupation. But I tell that story sometimes when I'm working with organizations that are faced with challenge and, and I'm asking them or talking through what they do for fun at work. And that is a perfect example of something that we could all do, creating a game out of a very monotonous experience. Going through the letters of the alphabet, coming up with a word and using that word seamlessly in our interaction with customers, peers, bosses, or even family members. I thought that was fascinating. And so as I'm, as I'm asking folks, what do they do for fun at work? It really, it sparked the, the creative process where many folks do things, but they aren't necessarily deliberate. Some, some folks would say they went for a walk, you know, when they get super stressed out and they want to get out of their, their mind, they go for a walk. They, they take in nature. They enjoy the, the garden that's out front. What if you challenged each other to, to a, a Nerf gun fight? What if you, what if you made smoothies uh, for your, your peers? What if you wrote thank you notes for individuals in your office that have been going above and beyond or for some of your customers? What if you picked up the phone and, and you called a customer to say, you know, I don't need anything right now. I'm just calling you to say I appreciate doing business with you and wanted to check in. I was thinking about you. It had been a, been a little while since we chatted. What if you did things like that? Do you think that more fun would be had at work? Do you think that, that you would start to create a different environment, one that, that generated a little more excitement and enthusiasm for, for everything that you do and, and, and everything that you are and your organization stands for? What do you do for fun at work? I challenge you. Create games. Crack jokes. What if, what if you had your boss or you asked a, a peer uh, in your organization to submit a photo and then you had a, a meme contest or a caption contest. So you sent that photo out to everybody in the organization or to a select few before a team meeting. And you asked, of course, asked that individual that submitted the photo if it was acceptable for you to do this, but you had a caption contest. And so all of your coworkers, peers, or boss, whoever it may be, they had to caption the photo of your coworker. And you had a contest and you read them right before you started a team meeting. Man, wouldn't that be fun? There's so many fun things that you could do at work. Think about it. Challenge yourself. If you're a mechanic or an accountant or 
you know, you're constantly in a cubicle and you're, you're working in a call center and you're consistently chatting with customers and you don't have the opportunity to, to cut loose and, and, and be a little more flexible in the conversation that you have. Maybe you can, maybe you could do what I call call center bingo. I used to, I used to write down a number of names on a piece of paper and they were just completely random, like Julie and, and Stephanie and, and John and Chris and whatever it may be. And as individuals called into me, I, I crossed them out. And when I, when I luckily, or uh, by happenstance, got all the names crossed out, I would yell out bingo. And everybody would be like, what the hell are you doing? And I would just smile and laugh because I created a little bit of joy in my day in a monotonous environment. So what do you do for fun? Specifically, what do you do for fun at work? Work can be whatever you want it to be. And if it's not, if you're having a hard time creating the environment that you want it to be, well then potentially find something different. And you may say to yourself, oh, I can't, man. Like, I can't. It's the golden handcuffs. It's like, I'm getting paid great. I don't have a college education, whatever it may be. Have you tried to find something different? Or are you just miserable? Are you just constantly talking about what's not working, but you're not, you're not making the effort to find something better? And when I say find something better, I'm not even talking about finding a new job. I'm talking about making the job that you have better. I'm talking about making the environment that you're in better, making your life better, finding new opportunities to make yourself better. Whatever that looks like, it's founded in the root of fun. Have more fun and the monotony and challenges and uh, things that, take, that tear you down and, and take up this, this mental space of yours where it feels like you're just imprisoned will start to go away. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Fundamism Podcast. This, of course, was a solo cast intended for a brief moment of inspiration, reflection, and challenge by me, Paul Long. I look forward to chatting with you next time. If you want to learn more about Fundamism, go to Fundamism.com. We got the book. It's a bestseller out on Amazon. Connecting to life through fun. Swoop it up if you want to generate a little bit more fun in your life. And uh, get out and get it today. Go have some fun. Challenge yourself to do something different and have fun. It's your boy, Paul J. Long. And until next time, deuces.